Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast Learning Literature. Today I'm going to take you through a chapter which is a part of the CBSE curriculum for standard 10 and the name of the chapter is Glimpses of India. India is a land replete with rich cultural, scenic and historical heritage. The tale of its beauty is spread so far and wide that it has been attracting people from all over the world for ages. India is truly magnificent and there are a plethora of reasons for that. Be it a rich cultural heritage or its diversity, the tales of valor or the unmatchable scenic beauty. the warmth in the people or the knowledge india has been a center of attraction for people around the world and then in india there is a beautiful state a smaller state called goa full of women vigor full of life but goa wasn't like this earlier in the ancient times goa was under the portuguese for a long time and the traces of the the culture of the portuguese can still be witnessed in goa if you happen to go to goa you will find elders who still often recall the time when goa was under the rule of the portuguese and the rich culture that existed the traces of the culture can still be seen today and you will hear them talk about the importance of one particular segment of the society the bakers and that importance of bakers is still maintained in the goan villages long after the portuguese left So let us begin the chapter. Our elders are often heard reminiscing nostalgically about those good old Portuguese days, the Portuguese and their famous loaves of bread. Those eaters of loaves might have vanished, but the makers are still there. We still have amongst us the mixers the molders and those who bake the loaves those age old time tested furnaces still exist the fire in the furnaces has not yet been extinguished the thud and jingle of the traditional baker's bamboo heralding its his arrival in the morning can still be heard in some places maybe the father is not alive but the son still carries on the family profession these bakers are even today known as padar in goa so reminiscing nostalgically means thinking fondly of the past loaves is the plural form of loaf uh, which is a bread that is shaped and baked in a single piece and it can be sliced for eating vanished means 
disappear suddenly and completely molders are um, people who mold dough into a shape furnaces are enclosed structures in which materials can be heated to very high temperatures extinguished means cause a fire to cease to burn heralding is announcing and padar is a word for baker in portuguese language so the story takes us back uh, to the time it makes us travel down the memory lane when portuguese ruled over goa they were immensely famous for their breads and the narrator often finds his elders thinking about those good old days and telling them that the famous breads date back to the time when portuguese had a hold over goa they still ponder over the past they still reminisce it they still fondly reminisce it and tell them that uh, though the portuguese have left goa but the bakers of the bread they still exist if not the original ones their legacy is still being continued and it is being continued by their next generation or generations after generations it has been continuing and it still persists the bakers are here being referred to as padars and padar is a word for baker in portuguese language so the author says that everything about baking is still the same made be talking about those who mold the bread loaves to the furnaces which have still survived the test of times and the sound of their arrival which used to be the thud of their bamboo stick it can still be heard just like the olden times during our childhood in goa the baker used to be our friend companion and guide he used to come at least twice a day once when he set out in the morning on his selling round and then again when he returned after emptying his huge basket the jingling thud of his bamboo woke us up from sleep and we ran to meet and greet him why was it so was it for the love of the loaf not at all the loaves were bought by some pasquin or bastine the maid servant of the house what we longed for were those bread bangles which we chose carefully sometimes it was sweet bread of special make so here companion is a person with whom one spends a lot of time and jingling is a sound that is amazed um, uh, that is made by um, a light metallic it's a light metallic ringing sound it's made by a ringing of a metal so the narrator here recalls that the baker acted as their friend and companion during their childhood days in goa and such was the connect it was not for the love of the loaf it was for the connect that they had with the baker he recalls that the baker used to visit twice a day once when he was on the round to sell his loaves and the other time while returning uh with his empty basket after having sold all the loaves and it was the sound of his bamboo stick that woke the children up from their sleep from their slumber the children were full of excitement so much so that they ran to meet him and 
they chose from the bread bangles or cancon that were that he made specially for them so while the bangles were for the children loaves were for the adults and that were generally collected by the maid servant of the household cancon uh literally translates to bangle in konkani it's a distinctive ring shaped bread that is popular all over goa something like you see like something something of a donut you see it's a there's a hole in between so it looks like a bangle otherwise something like that and it's it's called a cancon the maker made his musical entry on the scene with the the jhang jhang sound of a specially made bamboo staff one hand supported the basket on his head and the other banged the bamboo on the ground he would greet the lady of the house with good morning and then placed his basket on the vertical bamboo we kids would be pushed aside with a mild rebuke and the loaves would be delivered to the servant but we would not give up we would climb a bench or the parapet and peep into the basket somehow I can still recall the typical fragrance of those loaves loaves for the elders and the bangles for the children then we did not even care to brush our teeth or wash our mouths properly and why should we who would take the trouble of plucking the mango leaf for the toothbrush and why was it necessary at all the tiger never brushed his teeth hot tea could wash and clean up everything so nicely after all so here staff means stick rebuke means an expression of disapproval or a mild scolding fragrance is the pleasant smell parapet is a railing it's a low protective wall and bangles here is referred to the uh, cancons the the bread in shape of a bangle so here the author says that the banger of Often, uh, the baker often made a musical entry by uh, using his bamboo stick. His one hand would support the basket, while his other hand, in the other hand, he carried the bamboo, which he banged on the ground to uh, alert people or to tell people of his presence. Then he would go house to house and greet the ladies before hand- handing them over the loaves. The parents would scold their children and make them stand at one side. but since they were so eager the children were so enthusiastic at the arrival of the baker that they would climb a bench or a wall to peep into the basket the author says that they did not even bother to brush their teeth before having those bread bangles because it seemed so unnecessary to make such an effort or to uh, go through the hassle of plucking the mango leaves from the branches to use them for brushing the teeth so this is what used to happen in the earlier times they did not have the toothbrush and toothpaste that you have now so they used to pluck the or uh, take out take the branch of a a small twig branch of a mango tree or a neem tree to brush their teeth but the fragrant breads did not allow them uh, they they didn't want to go through the unnecessary effort of brushing because they considered brushing unnecessary because the hot tea and effort would could effortlessly wash their mouth and they thought that tigers never brush their teeth so why should they do it 
look at the ns innocence of the children you know <laughs> during those times and how enthusiastic they would be how excited would they be to have the baker around the kind of cultural connect that existed the importance given to uh, a human how 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 compassion and how passion existed in relationships marriage gifts are meaningless without the sweet bread known as the bowl just as a party or a feast loses its charm without bread not enough can be said to show how important a baker can be for a village the lady of the house must prepare sandwiches on the occasion of her daughter's engagement cakes and bolinas are a must for christmas as well as other festivals thus the presence of the baker's furnace in the village is absolutely essential we we don't even pay attention to such things now uh, let's go through through the vocabulary feast is a large meal typically a celebratory one i mean uh, made for a celebration bolinas are another name for coconut cookies so here uh, the author reiterates the importance of bread in the goan culture saying that it is evident from its presence at every op- important occasion one can understand the importance of bread because it is evidently present it is inevitably present at every important occasion from sweet breads at marriages to sandwiches at engagements um, and cakes and coconut cookies at christmas as well as other celebratory occasions bread made the made its presence and thus in the process the presence of the baker in every village was uh, made to look like very essential and it actually was very essential he was a very prominent figure in the goan culture understand that no celebration was incomplete without a baker so how important would the baker be in the goan culture and he still is the baker or bread seller of those days had a peculiar dress known as the kabai it was a single piece long frock reaching down to the knees in our childhood we saw bakers wearing a shirt and trousers which were shorter than full length ones and longer than half pants even today anyone who wears a half pant which reaches just below the knees invites the comments that he is dressed like a padar so bakers were known to uh, wear a very unique a very different kind of knee length frock dresses which were known as kabai and the narrator recalls that in his childhood days he had seen them wearing shirts and pants whose length was shorter than the usual ones so it was a part of their uh, identity so much that that even if somebody else wore something of like that and even today if if they if they find somebody wearing a trouser of that length which is just below the knees uh they they the person invites a comment like he like uh, comment that he is dressed like a padar or a baker as it was said in the olden times The baker usually collected his bills at the end of the month. Monthly accounts used to be recorded on some wall in pencil. Baking was indeed a profitable profession in the old days. The baker and his family never starved. He, his family and his servants 
always looked happy and prosperous their plump physique was an open testimony to this even today any person like a jackfruit like physical appearance is easily compared to a baker so plump physique here is a pleasantly fat body and open testimony testimony means public statement about a character or a quality which is agreed upon by many people so he very subtly and very joyfully remarks that the baker had a way of making monthly record of bills on a wall uh using a pencil and collecting the money at the end sorry so um and and he would collect the money at the end of the month baking has always been a profitable profession the baker's family and workers have always been happy and joyous one could look at them and one could see the traces of them being prosperous and contented and that by looking they mean that the physical appearance was such that they they looked contented they were a little plump they were always they were always happy and joyous um uh, and uh, it was a proof that uh, they <laughs> they had had a lot to eat um so it was a proof of their richness strangely so uh, the look you know if you compare the look of uh, a seth uh, in in hindi stories or seth or sethani you know the way the, the way they have been depi- they are depicted usually in stories and in the movies and in the cinema similar to that the baker had a plump appearance and it was symbolic of the fact that he had a lot to eat he was contented and he was rich and even to this day someone with a well built body is compared to a baker in goa so this was all about the chapter i hope i have been able to simplify it down for all of you thank you i'll see you around with a new episode a new chapter soon